This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, aka the conspiracy realist, aka the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, aka only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say J.U. Ice. Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you did it, I've done it before. I had it, got mad at it, don't want it no more. A.K.A. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. Also... If you catch me in the street, say no. <laughs> it's the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? I thought you was going with that alley oop from that <laughs> shit we was talking about earlier. And it's your man Dame going wild, the pride of PA, the West Side landlord, High Chief Dame, don't fuck around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, Bobby Beige, and the David Ruff, another Shop Talk podcast. You know who the fuck they came to see. Welcome back. Welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode number 78. We sure? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Because we'd be fucking up the numbers some yeah. weeks. 78 sounds good. Sounds weak, man. What happened to 78? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have no... We were just going through show prep and we did not think about that. I don't all. have no cool, uh, no cool advice or... Facts. Hold on, man. I can think of happening in nineteen seventy. We got the power. Of the, we got the power of the internet right now. You get Wi Fi in here? Yeah. Because I don't. Uh, you got Comcast? Yeah, I do. Well, that's it. Neon you know, usually use the name password. All that shit. Oh, okay. Detroit. You know, I'm not a technology snob. Well, you know, <laughs> I use Jobs, a fucking landline. Steve Jobs Jr. over here. Uh, the Great Blizzard of 1978 in Detroit, Michigan. Yes, that's what happened. It was a big ass blizzard, and it's cold as fuck outside right now. So who never, who knows? We, it's supposed to snow tonight. The Great Blizzard of 1978, also known as the White Hurricane, <laughs> was a historic winter storm that struck the Ohio Valley and Great Lakes from uh, Wednesday, January 25th through uh, January the 27th. So uh, shout out to Detroit Facts for 1978. Hey, you learn something new every day. I yeah. never came up with that. <laughs> I just had to check the sound effects. Yeah, yeah, you learn something new every day. There was really no reason for clapping, but I had to check the sound effects. Because we taught somebody. Yeah. How was your week? Uh, man, I will say that uh, I got a, a bunch of responses from last week's episode. I bet. I got a bunch of responses, too, about that clip that you posted. Hear your damn self. Yeah. Like Wolverine. <laughs> you know uh, what? In the moment, I'd be coming up with some of the best shit. Man, you know, there was one clip um, I, was, I sent you, but I didn't post. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I'm glad I didn't post it, though. Because this, like, you make v- very... The quotes, I make a lot of grandiose statements. That are very good for clickbait. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But I was like, you know what? The first one wasn't necessarily in the best light. Like, I can't hit you with two. Even though you said it. <laughs> I mean, I, but, I, I stand by my bullshit. Yeah. I stand up for it. But um, I did get a lot of uh, a lot of texts, uh, comments on Facebook, um, DMs on Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube messages and shit. You know what I'm saying about uh, the information I shared last week. So um, shout out to everybody who uh, reached out. If you don't like me, sure. fight me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, 
Yeah, man. It was. A, I had a pretty decent week, all things considered. Yeah. Uh, I got some things that's bubbling and that hopefully uh, work out in my benefit. Uh, as long as God continue to keep blessing me. Yeah, man. As long as you stuck between the sky and the ground, you still got a chance. Absolutely, man. Still got a chance. Uh, Christmas a few days away. Yeah, what's today? Today the 8th. Yeah, well, y'all be listening to this on the 9th. Y'all be listening to this the day of the Battle of the Sexes. You probably on your way there right now. Yeah. Um, But anyway, uh, yeah, Christmas is right around the corner, man. You did some Christmas shopping? Uh, No, I I don't hit no stores for Christmas. My oldest kid's getting, they're getting cash, straight cash, homie. Okay. I ain't even fucking with them all. They old enough to figure out what the fuck they want. How much is, like, how much? I mean, do they listen to this? You don't want to tell them. Nah, I think my oldest tune in every now and again because he said something to me like that I know he heard <laughs> from the podcast. Like yeah. he said it in passing. And I'm like, where you hear that shit from? And he just kind of tap dance around the answer. So yeah. I know my oldest fuck around, but they get a couple hundred each. You got to give it to him in all singles. It looked like it's more. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> it looked like my youngest, My youngest son will definitely throw that shit up in the air and make it rain. Yeah. Like, like get him a little briefcase, a little tiny briefcase, put all singles in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, here. For the effect. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Pop that. Like some uh, Million Dollar Man, Ted, Ted DiBiase type yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Or give him but a they, bag of money. They'll fuck around and lose it. And you may find it. And it's a Christmas gift for you, too. Nah. Nah. I don't want them to lose no, no cash. I give them. If I give them money. You know what? Maybe I just throw that shit in their bank accounts. No, nah, dog. I, I know it. It's, it seems that, the, that give, feel weak. Yeah, give them the cash, and then later on you can collect it from them and then put it in the bank. Yeah. or take them to the bank. You know what I'm saying? Taking taking your kids to the bank is like literally trying to pull teeth out of them as they're eating. I work like in banking. They, they don't want to fuck with that shit at all. I work in banking. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's that's just tough. It's an everyday struggle. That's just tough. But uh, no, nah, they just getting cash. Maybe a couple toys, but I don't really, I ain't trying to fuck around with the malls or Walmart, no, no none of that shit. If I can't get it online and they mama's Amazon Prime can't get it here in three days, you may yeah. not fuck with it. Well, you know what? Uh, and then I only get paid once a month, so like you may wait, <laughs> <laughs> you may have to wait till the 26th <laughs> to see the good shit, because well, dad yeah. had bills this month. Yeah, hey, man, what's funny is, uh, I don't know if it's funny, but this year I'm, a, my, I'm my Christmas shopping is going to be a little bit lighter than what it usually is. No, no, uh, no starting player. No, not you know. This this year is a little bit different. Congratulations! Hey, congratulations, to my Dale pockets. Yeah, man, you making it through cuffing season with uh, you're making it. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if that's a win or a loss. But you know what? I used to have. Oh yeah, I probably buy a couple of gifts, but like not no, not no big ticket items. Yeah, nothing like that. You ain't that. buying no bags this year. <laughs> <laughs> no bundles. <laughs> <laughs> my homeboy. uh I got a partner of mine. His uncle is like all of our uncle. Yeah, his uncle Rick and Uncle Rick used I got to Uncle Rick. By yeah, the way. Uncle Rick used to call it the players' off season. He said you break up with them day after Thanksgiving. He said don't pick nobody up till February the fifteenth. No gifts. I get you. I, I, I can understand how that would probably not work, but I can understand how that. <laughs> I mean, it could. It could work. You may not get. You ain't gonna pick up no quality on April on on, on the fifteenth. No, nah, you you know, but you you no, might be able to turn it into quality. What do the lonely do on Christmas? You go to sleep. <laughs> Christmas is just another fucking day of the week. People just oh, man. people just happen to exchange gifts. I hate the fucking holiday season. I cannot wait until this shit is over with. Now, why are you so mean, dog? I don't like that shit. What happened? 
people act like what happened as a child, fam? <laughs> nothing happened as a, like I always talk, like I always say that shit. Nothing happened to me as a kid. Nothing traumatic. I just don't like how people like. You never had put, a good Christmas. Oh no, I've had some incredible Christmases. Incredible shit. I remember I got. I mean, what's I thought? What's your favorite? What's the best Christmas gift you ever got? Well, I don't know what. I guess it'd be the year I got our Nintendo. Oh, um, man. We got a Nintendo. We got like a Jordan Jammer. I remember um, the Jordan Jammers. Matter of fact, I think I, I didn't posted this one particular photo online for a Throwback Thursday with me and my brother. Like this was like the best Christmas ever. You know what I mean? One of the best Christmases ever. Uh, it was. I got a Kango. <laughs> <laughs> and I had it on in the picture, a little gray Kango. I love that hat. Somebody stole it from me at church. Uh, shout out to them. And the devil loves you and God hates you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, that was just a great fucking Christmas, man. And, My uh, best Christmas, I got a car. Oh, so you, <laughs> a car? Yeah. I I had a Geo. This is 12th grade year. I had a Geo Prism. Uh, that was my first. That was my first whip, and I totaled that bitch like a week before Thanksgiving. Damn. So, you know, I'm I'm on the bus. I'm hoofing it. I'm doing doing the best I can. Christmas Day, my grandmother pull up, and I went and looked at this car because it was like one of her neighbors was selling it. Man. But like it was just out of you know out of my Wendy's price range. I had <laughs> I had a little bit of cash stuff stuffed up. And I didn't understand like how insurance worked back then. I was just like giving my old dude some money every month. Yeah. I didn't know if something fucking happened happened to the car. Like we just walk away. <laughs> yeah, I just thought like I wouldn't go to jail or some shit. And I was mad as fuck when I when I told him my Geo Prism because I had just put some rims on that bitch. I had some silver five stars on that hole, and I thought I was Wendy's got got the rims. Though, yeah, man. I thought I, I thought I was doing it. And so like when we went to like get my personal shit out the car, I'm like, what the fuck they gonna do about these? By my rims, take these bitches off, shit. And it, it's like, nah, don't it don't work like that. The car, the car gone. Oh, once it's in the impound, it's in the impound. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's gone. You pay for it to get out, cause cause my, my man who owned the impound, his son is getting the fucking. <laughs> yeah, rims. he take it. He take my geo rims <laughs> off that bitch. But I'm sitting in the crib. My grandmother pull up, and I had looked at this Cadillac. Her neighbor was selling it. It was a two tone Deville. And my grandmother pulled up, and she was in the caddy. Mm. And I was like. In in my heart, I was like, "That's that's got to be, that's got to be my gift." But I didn't open shit up already yeah. that was in the crib, so I'm just thinking, like, you know how old people get? They just buy shit because they fucking want it. So I mean, I wasn't trying to get too overzealous. Yeah. But then she came in and dropped them keys in a real nigga hand, and I was like, "This is this is Christmas, man." You know what's so funny, man? Uh, every Thanksgiving, my family we would drive down to Tennessee, mom, dad, my brother, whatever, and um. We would go to Walmart down there. This is before Walmart was ever up here. Like, okay. And we never, it was a Walmart, but some new store that had like everything. everything. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And we would always, before we came back, we would always go to Walmart. I had no fucking idea that Black Friday was a thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So technically, well, as a child, they bought all of our Christmas gifts while we were in the store with them and they rolled back from Tennessee. To, to Detroit with us and shit. you just didn't know. No. Yeah, but every time we went to uh, the Walmart, like, we'll get something. I'm like, damn, how come they always buy us, like, toys? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's, like, not a normal thing. We just don't go to the store and say, hey, give me this toy. Yeah. But I'm like, it was one of our Christmas gifts that we didn't Oh, know. okay. Early. Like, oh, this is coming out your Christmas budget. You know what I'm saying? So That's fair. I didn't know that uh, the Black Friday was popping. My son uh, almost fucked up his Christmas budget because he lost a pair of Jordans. I just bought the nigga. Woo, shit. <laughs> and I told him straight up, if he I got to replace lost them. They was they was in his room behind some shit. Oh, because I, I told no no what I told him this this my ten year old and what I told him straight up that's cool. 
if you can't find the shoes. But understand that money that I just spent on them Jays, like you're not getting a replacement pair for Christmas, which what we about to do is go to fucking Payless and buy you some <laughs> shit kickers and buy you some Olajuwans and see how, how sweet you look rocking them bitches. But it's funny that you mentioned Black Friday because, you know, why don't I share a story time with Dame about the fucking Black Friday? So back in the day, me and you worked for a particular company. And this is before I had a full concept of what, what Black Friday was. Yeah. But I'm going to admit right now, I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. I was like 24, 25. I saw a service merchandise that had some fucking. We dating ourselves with that. Yeah, one. yeah, but whatever. I don't give no fuck. I, I am what I am. So I saw a service merchandise. They had one carat diamond earrings, diamond solitaires for like 89 bucks. I'm like one carat of what? One carat diamonds. They was oh, okay. diamond ear, diamond studs. So I was like, bet. I was with you know my wife at the time. So I said, you know what? This is gonna be part of her Christmas gift because they had carat. They you know that just be yeah nice little little addition. They was cheap as fuck. So we we at work. I think I'm working like nine to six, something something like that at the time. So I said on my lunch break, I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna pick up these earrings because I'm still not understanding the concept of what the fuck black friday <laughs> is so i drive out to what's what was by there partridge creek mall no that, yeah yeah or lakeside I, yeah lakeside is where i went to so i drive out to lakeside so i pull up i'm like why the fuck are all these cars here like <laughs> it must be a sale or something but still not clicking what the fuck black friday is so i get in i get into fucking servers merchandise push my way up to the front of the counter and i got the circular in my hands i'm like yeah i want to get these because they on sale yeah so the lady at the jewelry counter is looking at me like a fucking idiot like nigga this shit bingo yeah and that's what she's trying to say in a professional way but you know my young brash ass like i'm pushing the like nah this shit say it's on sale like i need my right i need that ring i need i was like where you know where the fuck the earrings at (laughs) she she calmly she said listen baby this is what i'm gonna do for you because them earrings been so that's basically like them earrings been gone. Yeah. But she was kind enough to give she me a the, ring. She probably saw the death. She saw the, stu- the realness. No, she saw saw the stupidity in my face <laughs> that that I just didn't know what the fuck Black Friday was. <laughs> she saw the stupidity in my shit. And they oh, it was two things I was coming to get them diamond earrings, and they had DVD players like for ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna clean up on a couple of these DVD players. Oh, shit, DVD player, right for ten bucks. <laughs> And I remember, like, my first DVD player was, like, $150. Yeah. So I was like, I'm I'm finna clean up. I'm going to get me a couple of these DVD players and these diamond earrings. And she said, I can't do nothing about that DVD player, but I'll give you a rain check. And she said, I need you to come back in two weeks. I was like, so so what? Y'all ain't going to handle more tomorrow? She said, listen to me. I need you to come back in two weeks. Young man. And, yeah. <laughs> nigga. And, get, and, and come back and get these diamond earrings. But to pull all that shit together... I just don't like the fucking holidays. I don't like how people act like asses 11 months out the year and they turn on the nice shit just for the holidays. Fuck you. Santa is not real. I don't endorse that shit in my house. Don't nobody that way. Ain't no 400 pound white man coming up in there and getting all the credit for all the overtime and hard work that me and your mama done put in. So when you think of uh, the holidays and Christmas, you think of Santa Claus. No, when I think of the holidays and Christmas, I think of like family and shit. You yeah, know that's because that, that's literally why I be so fucking like I love the holiday. I mean, but I don't have I don't have a huge family. Like my mother didn't have any siblings. Well, my mother had a sibling, but she died when like my mother was like five or six. Wow. 
you know, my dad has one brother who lives in South Carolina that don't come up for, like, the holidays, and I got one cousin. And like I've mentioned before, like me and my cousin is like seventeen years apart. So you, I mean, you, you allegedly got a sister. Yeah, I do. I do have a sister. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like I don't have like a, some huge yeah, family besides the family that I made my damn self. So I mean, I, I just Nikki, oh, yeah. <laughs> but so I just don't. So like, how about this? You should start a tradition for your family because you do got a large family now. I don't even put up a tree. I know you got to start a tradition for them, man, because they can't take like so. You give them Christmas how everybody else get it, and then they can decide whether they want to keep that when they get older or whatever. But see, that's what that's what happened to me because my mom would put, like, a big production on for Christmas. Yeah, but— I don't like that shit. But give them the opportunity because you're going to grow—they niggas going to grow up like, nigga, we ain't never had no tree. They're going to be rappers, and they're going to be the— yeah, They, they got tree, <laughs> but they, they mama put up a—now, I can't even front. My ex-wife, like, when we was married, she used to put up a tree in the living room. She looked like something you see at Macy's. Oh, they, like, be mad, was, they mad as fuck when they go to daddy house there. I ain't never put up no tree. Yeah, they mad as fuck. I ain't put up a tree in like literally like probably like yeah, since their mama left. Yeah, I'm gonna put I haven't put up a tree either this year, but I'm gonna put one up next year. You know what I'm saying? Good for you. You having Christmas breakfast? Of course we have Christmas breakfast. Am I invited? Breakfast. Um sure, man. Come fall through. Okay. Yeah, Is man. it liquor at Christmas breakfast? Uh like a mimosa or something. I ain't trying to get, you know, well, you know, sometimes it could be box wine somewhere stashed <laughs> <laughs> stashing some. It's at house. your house though, man. No, I'm not not this year. Oh, no, I thought a, okay. Well, I can't invite myself, and it's not at your house. I mean, you still family. You can whatever. You know what I'm saying? You can pull up. Uh, I'm not sure who's hosting Christmas breakfast this year, but every somewhere, some year, a different. What family the fuck house. I look like? Some strange light skinned nigga pulling up. Man, niggas know who? I mean, they see the posts and videos and everything. Like this nigga do the podcast with him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So. Wash day, because I will get washed on Christmas. But uh, yeah, man, I, I, Christmas breakfast is the thing. It's gonna be definitely. Uh, Maybe I'll steal that from you and make that like a tradition. Man, Christmas breakfast is gonna be different this year, but um, understandably so. Uh, but we still gonna have Christmas breakfast because that's uh, that's what y'all do. That's a staple in the in the the Johnson Smith Macmillan family. You know okay. what I'm saying? So I'm gonna come up with my own shit. Maybe we like shoot pit bulls or paintballs or something. On hey Christmas. man, it could it could be a <laughs> what if y'all play paintball every Christmas? You know, how some niggas go play turkey ball or some shit yeah. in, on Thanksgiving and shit. Whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? It's a you lot know? of Nerf guns in my house. There we may, go. Maybe, that, maybe that's the wave. Yeah. Maybe something with a Nerf gun is the wave. All right, man. So let's uh, start unpacking this week, man. A lot, of, a lot of shit. One thing I want to jump in. First thing I want to jump in is my candidate for Father of the Year, uh, Lonzo, not LeVar Ball, pulling, pulling Jello out of UCLA. Yes. Saying LaMelo is not playing college ball. Good job. And they looking for an agent to package both these niggas up overseas. Hey, man, listen. I know we didn't. We took a, a week off, so we didn't get to address this shit. One, I don't give a fuck what you tell me about LeVar Ball. He's a great man. He's a great father. And he's doing the, the right thing in 98% of the situations. Y'all try to make that nigga kneel and kiss the ring of Donald Trump? Nah. Talking about Donald Trump got your kids out of Say fucking? Say thank you. Did you see the interview he did yeah. with CNN? LeVar Ball basically said, Le- Donald Trump ain't do shit. I went over there. I put my money together. I got the resources. I was on the ground. I got him out. He came over here because he was already going to China and tried to get credit for the shit, nigga. I did this shit myself, and now y'all want me to thank him? He ain't do shit. Yeah. I did this shit. I know who I talked to, and because he, 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 he said everything besides coming out and said, like, no, nigga, I paid a lot of fucking money, and I got the right people around me. My boot, I was boots on the ground there. I, I'm the one who got them out. Whatever. So that was the first thing. Yeah. Um, 
and then they stole some shit. And now, what I don't like is how Leangelo was snitching that I saw my teammates start to steal, so I joined in. Like now, you a snitch, and I don't know how I feel about niggas. Yeah, like that. you I'm can't be a around. snitch if all if you're already admitted to, but all you already admitted to stealing. So you a snitch and a follower? I mean, nigga, who I ain't mean, follow? Nigga, uh, first time you smoke weed, you didn't make it. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody was like, hey, nigga, here, take this. I said, this smells delicious. Let me, can I try a puff? Yeah, but like, uh, I mean, all y'all say, that's like when um, uh, Lil' Kim tried to call Lil' Caesar snitch or some shit. Like, nigga, you testified already that you did this shit. Like, what do you, what do you want me to do? Like, lie. <laughs> nigga, Stand you are, on that shit. It's a videotape with you and this motherfucker, and you already testified. Stand what, on that shit. What you want me to do? Uh, but anywho, uh, UCLA was bullshitting, man. Yeah, I didn't like that whole indefinite suspension. They didn't know when when they was going to do it. But this is a bold move. And, LeVar, you're fucking up my prediction that about that billion-dollar deal and all three of these niggas in the NBA. It's going to be real hard. No, I think it's going to be perfectly fine. I don't. I don't. Only and because LiAngelo is not, has not shown that he's like an NBA prospect. Thus far, or coming out of high school, he wasn't ranked like really high in terms of standing. So he may not really actually be an NBA prospect. Lamelo is a, is essentially a high school junior. So you telling me he's going to skip junior and senior year and then just start playing professional ball? Yeah, they play like Rick Rubio was playing since he was like what fifteen. <sighs> but I think the European game. It's, and, it's they, a little, and the and the people who play European ball are more ready to play NBA basketball than you are playing with. 14 and 15 year olds you know what I'm saying the reason I think this is a, a good idea and I don't understand about uh, how Jello gets so much credit like oh he's not as good as such and such like first first of all how many high school games did you see Lonzo Ball play because I saw him play zero. zero how many high school games have you seen Jello play I've seen zero what are people basing this? He's not as good as the other ones. I mean, just of. just just scouting rankings, I guess. Like I've never seen these niggas play. I've never seen them take a shot. Like, how do we? Know I don't really. I don't watch. I don't. I don't I watch, watch high a, school sports. I watched a reality show. The nigga got a jumper. They say he the best shooter out the family. Like the nigga do have a jumper. Uh, I just people have just somebody said something on ESPN and everybody just ran with that story. Well, he's not. He's not. He's not good enough to go to the NBA. Nigga, based on what? He was playing in high school last year. Like, but he wasn't like dominating. I don't. Acor- according to who? Okay, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> we we can argue. This I couldn't. Sk- I'm, I mean, I'm saying because I don't know. Like, I can. I have never looked at his stats online. I've never looked for anything. I don't. Uh, I don't watch high school. Last time I watched a high school basketball game, like I took my son to one, or like shit when LeBron was in high school. Like yeah. I watched them because he was like a Low big key, fucking deal. Because of the ball, they start putting them niggas games on TV though, in Chino Hills. So, but look, long story short. Never knew what Chino Hills was, where they were, and why the fuck they were even important. Uh, long story short is we went over there. We did bad. We fucked up. I'm coming back over here. Give me my punishment. It's been about a month. You got me indefinite still. No, just tell me how long I'm going to be out. Like, what? what is this? You trying to, like, talk, mental war games or some shit, nigga? Tell me. If I'm going to be out for the whole season, tell me I'm going to be out for the whole season. I'm gonna, if I'm going to come back after January and play, let me know that, but why are you just g- y'all niggas are still thinking about this a month later? You haven't figured out how much how, how, when you want to suspend me. I say they should have gave him five games. I Call mean, it a day. Didn't um, what's my man? Did he steal some fucking crab legs and shit? Uh, that's James Winston. Did yeah. he get? See, did he get suspended? 
Yeah, they. But it was like indefinitely. No, it was light. It was real. Light. I don't think he got nothing. Now I think I uh, think he may Cam he may Newton, have to sit out like a quarter or Cam something. Cam Newton. Yeah, I think he played like he could sit out a half. Didn't Cam Newton get uh, kicked off a team or some shit? He's he's Cam Newton did something. That's how he ended up at the second school because he played at two different schools. Yeah, he was at Florida first before yeah. he went to. Uh, I think was it was Mississippi State. Well, yeah, don't give me a line. Uh, yeah, I know he was that too. But because both of them had did something, but it's not a standard procedure. But football, but football is a much shorter season than say basketball. Like two games in football is very substantial. How many two, games they play in college football? Uh, I think they only get twelve. And they play how many games in basketball? Like forty. Yeah. You playing damn near half an NBA season. Like make the niggas sit five games, call it a day. Yeah, but they stole some shit. And y'all they, got it back. So, like, listen, y'all not about to just keep keep me on the bench. I can't hoop. He said I, can, I don't even got a student meal card no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, dog. I'm sure he's not starving. What I'm just saying is, get these, let these boys play. And the other two boys are getting punished because Jello was there. Because if I'm not in this situation, now that he didn't took his name out, I bet you they play quicker than it was gonna be. No, I mean UCLA still still hasn't done shit in, in terms of the other players, but I think it's it's a lot to drag it out. I'll be interested to see how this pans out. We're putting both of them on the same team. They play together. You know, it's a ta- it's a package deal, and they fuck around. All three of them still end up in the in, in LA. Uh, that's it's gonna be hard to pull that one off because they. I mean, all three on the Lakers is gonna be hard. Somebody go first round. Somebody go second round. I'm um, I'm smelling D League free agent. I mean, I'm about to go play ball professional. That doesn't that doesn't mean I'm gonna be a star. They're gonna be good. Like I, um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. You we'll see. We'll I see. mean, I I put it out there a few like a lot of episodes ago where I said that billion dollar deal was feasible. I got to stand by my bullshit. Yeah, because like so if they go over there and ball out, and so Lamelo got a shoe. He's 16 years old with a shoe. If I'm a professional player playing overseas, niggas is going to buy that shoe. I mean, I'm not saying this is not going to be lucrative. They Now they're taking the big baller brand international. Yeah. I mean, that's what you – Didn't you order some? Because they're starting to ship out already. Nah, I should have. Oh. I should have ordered it and wrote them off on Shop Talk Podcast uh, taxes. Yeah, you should have. Um, damn, I don't know why I should. I should. We got. We still got time in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> 2017 to write that shit off. It's not too late. I'm, I'm going to get an Escalade and write it off. I'm going to wait to uh, December 31st. <laughs> um, It'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I wish him the best. I feel like LeVar has his son's best interest at heart, like a good father – like a good father would. I just hope that, you know, they are the anomaly. He get bashing me like, so So basketball is more important than a good education. First and foremost, he wasn't there to get a good education. He, he was it was one be, and done. He played one and done. Um, also, like, come on, dog. We rich already, fam. <laughs> like, like they mad. I'll tell you the reason that they mad at LeVar Ball. One, you're a brash-talking black man. You got three kids, and you married a white woman. We don't like you. Because you married this white woman, you make money, you in the, you in Chino Hills, like you don't need anything from us. You're not you don't have a poor struggle story, like you're fine. You take care of your kids, take care of your wife, your wife had a stroke, you are literally the one who is responsible for her getting back up and walking and you do all her physical therapy. You got a empire that you built yourself. You I don't need a major fact like self made. Like, y'all don't have anything, and y'all keep telling me that I'm wrong. <sighs> All right. Best of luck. I just I just hope that, you know, 
couple years from now, we can look up and say, you know, this is a different blueprint that you can follow still to get to where you want to be at. Brandon Jennings went over and played in uh, Europe. He did. Came back strong as hell. Greek Freak played over in, in Europe. And all the European players, they say they have better fun. It's probably better for them to go play in Europe and get some, some, some like, especially in Catch some hard European fouls. Yeah, like, um, for the youngest one, like, to get a little bit of more discipline and get a better game. I'm playing against better competition than the, the high school kids. So, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it works out. A year from now, we might be having a different conversation. Yeah. What else popped off this week? All right, man, this is um, – a question that came online, and uh, I read it out, and I just want to hear your thoughts. Okay. And once you once you jump out the window, I'll come <laughs> in and say so. And close the window up. Yeah. So a wife and husband of eleven years. This is a true story. Okay. Allegedly, uh, a wife and hold on one second. Uh, fuck it. Uh, a wife and husband of eleven years was in the Arlington Mall Sunday during the shooting. Both were in Bath and Body Works in the same store. Close enough to make eye time. I love Bath and Body Works. Close enough to make eye contact when they heard shots. They both made eye contact, and the husband took off running. They were separated for about an hour, phone going to the voicemail. After they found each other, the husband said, I thought you was behind me. The wife is now thinking of getting a divorce and hasn't been home since Sunday. She says she doesn't feel safe with her husband. Is she overreacting? This was a, a mall shooting that actually happened. Uh, I think in some regard, she's overreacting. Now, my only concern is that if you are with your husband, y'all close enough to make eye contact. He ain't close enough to maybe sprint over and grab you by the arm and make sure you're behind him. Like, that's that's my only thing. Yeah. Now, for her not to come home since Sunday, like, bitch, you now you're reaching. Where the, hold on. Where the, where the fuck are you staying at? Are you with the shooter? <laughs> like, is is this? Did you plot this off to to get off somewhere? Right. But I, I'm saying you should come home. I think you're overreacting a little bit. But on as being a husband already, like it is your job to pr- provide and protect. If you think your wife is behind you, I understand it's a shooting. But this is the woman that you said that you would lay your life down on the line for. Is that you need what, to, is that what she? That's what you said. No, nah, not nah, to love, honor, and obey, protect. To death know. do his part. Maybe this is your time to die. You know, fuck <laughs> shit like that. Uh, no, nah, man, I, I'm looking behind to see, if, like, if I think my girl is behind me or my wife, I'm looking behind to confirm because we came here together, we leaving together. Okay. I can't even jump out the window like too far on that one. Like, I think in some regards he's wrong, but I think she's also wrong for just not coming home. Like, that's not how we resolve shit. When yeah. you when you marry, that's not how you resolve shit. Just like not coming home, no. Nah. Yeah. So I got a couple of different takes on this, and I don't necessarily know. I don't necess- I don't have the. I don't have the answer. The this, one all be yeah. the answer for this. But I will say this. So I saw this, and then I saw a bunch of comments online uh, from one of the homies online. He was like, he didn't like uh, the the men or lack thereof men responses uh, to this. Um, so I just wanted to say this. I know what you should say in this particular situation. I'm going to protect my wife. I'm going to do everything like that. 99.99% of you have never had a gun in your face and yeah, never had right. anybody shoot at you. Because it's one thing to say what I would do. Until somebody pulls a gun and starts shooting at you. Yeah. All that pre- preparation and shit, that should be out the fucking window. I've been robbed your at survival, gun. Your survival instincts. I've been in. robbed at gunpoint. I've been shot at. You know what I'm saying? I've been like, 
you think you're gonna do some shit and then something else happens. Yeah. So I understand how everybody is saying and it looks great when you, you type it online like this is what I would do. Let me start shooting in this bitch. We'll find out what you're gonna do. It's a lot it's a lot of brave people in the comments section. Yeah. The other thing is this. One, I don't know about this story. What the fuck is close enough to make eye contact? Nigga, I can make eye contact with your ass from across the street. What is close enough to make eye contact? I mean, but first of all, Bath and Body Works is one of my favorite stores. If you are close enough in Bath and Body Works to make eye contact, the stores, even the larger ones, aren't but so big. Like, it's close enough to to sprint or get somewhere close to your better half. Whoop the... If this was over the time where they had them eight dollar candles, nigga, that bitch, that bitch <laughs> smacked out. Yeah, <laughs> but look, so that that thought was weird. There's one other thing that that was weird to me. So y'all make eye contact and you saw your husband run. Why didn't you follow him? And in the universal cold, nigga, when somebody start running, we all gonna start running. That's only for black people. That's only for black people. They black. Did it say that? No, but I got the feeling because <laughs> <laughs> of the black person who posted it and everybody. Like I got like. Why did I'm not saying that you're wrong. What I'm saying is why why would did you not run the same direction? Like I don't what Her happened? survival skills kicked in as well. And and in the in the reaction in actuality. So all the women say I need to be I need to feel protected. I'm getting divorced cuz all the other extra shit. I don't think that's the right route. Yeah, I don't think divorce is going. Yeah. And I'm not I'm is not the answer. I'm not even sure there Don't kill me on this and I'm just not sure. I'm not saying yes or no, but how do I tell someone that you should die for somebody else? Nah. Regardless of what I would do. So regardless if I would if I would lay my life down, how do I tell you you're wrong? Because when something happened, you got two reactions, fight or flight. How do I tell you, you know what, you should die and let this person live? I don't have the right to tell you that. I can't say that you're wrong if you don't feel that way. If your first response was to flight. Maybe that's not mine, but how do I tell you that your life ain't more important? Or like, how how does that work? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> you know like what I'm saying? This rhetorical. There's, but like, yeah, there's no right answer for that shit. Uh, I know. Ideally, I'm making sure my wife or my loved ones and my my nephew. You take a there. bullet for your wife. You, me? Yeah, I ain't married. Let's uh, hypothetically, <laughs> nigga. I might take a bullet for a stranger. You know what I'm saying? It really depends on the situation. Oh, you a good one, because I ain't taking no bullet for no stranger. Like somebody come to this bitch, start shooting, and I can push you out the way. I might. You know what I'm saying? Or if I can push you into it and get away, I just might. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, somebody got to tell the story. You know what I'm saying? Like it really, it's all situational. Ideally, 100. percent I'm a, I'm riding for my wife. I'll make sure she's okay. My, riding for my children. 100. percent That is what I'm. Oh yeah, now, now my babies, you are gonna kill me before you kill them? Yeah, and and it's interesting. Everybody said that because like I love my children more than I love my spouse. And I can understand that. I mean that's that's not you're not you're not wrong uh, for saying that. Um, Trying to get this autofocus on this no. camera and shit. I'm like, who the fuck you waving at? Uh, <laughs> but like, I mean, it's just interesting. The, the comments on there was interesting. All the women say, "Yes, y'all, y'all, y'all better die for us." I'm like, what if he want to live? I Some of y'all ain't worth dying. He for. might got something to do next week. Some know. of y'all ain't worth dying for. I mean, I say it all the time. If you was a catch, they wouldn't have threw you back. Some of y'all just ain't worth dying for. Just plain and simple. Like Shaniqua ain't worth a bullet. If you ain't cooking every night, you may not be worth a bullet in my house. Yeah. Um, that sounds chauvinistic. It is definitely. But if you're not cooking, you might deserve a bullet. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, dang. 
you're gonna put this that's gonna be the clip this i'm not week. using that clip <laughs> but i mean i'm just asking these questions you know i like to play devil's advocate and shit i mean ideally i'm definitely first thing i'm doing is ducking a young lady asked me what, what i was gonna do if we was there i'm like i'm ducking first i'm ducking because I'm that's past my, that body wash and i'm knocking knocking all of them in my hand i can get ideally i'm ducking and then i'm looking to see where you at but i'm ducking first like that's when I hear a loud sound, whether it's a gunshot or not, my head ducks down. Like that's my natural reaction. I grew up on Jerome Nevergreen. Sometimes you hear loud shots, you duck. But I mean, I think sometimes I I feel you on that. But like I hear gunshots so much, like yeah. shit. Like sometimes I'm just like unf- I can hear the gunshot. Like oh, that's pretty far away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I ain't sweating it. But there's a different. I've heard, we we you, we I, both I, deal with guns, and there's a different sound that the gun makes when it's close. When it's ten feet in the room, minus when, a sound that it makes when it's fifty yards. Yeah, away. somebody may or may not shot a house up down the street from me, and over the summertime, right? And the shit sounded extremely close. Woke me up out of my sleep. I'm like, uh, I'm gonna lay on the ground because yeah. <laughs> uh, just in case, like you know what I'm saying. I was disoriented because it was the middle of the night, but I was like, mm, this shit sounds. Ultra close. Bullet went through my bedroom window over the. I mean, my bedroom wall over the summer. Straight up. Yeah, it's the hole still there. I ain't caulked it. That's fucked. That's crazy though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that. that I wasn't at the crib. Just... I wasn't at the crib when it happened, but like the the bullet hole's still there. Yeah, man, that's shit shit crazy. Um, so I think you need to divorce her. She ain't came home since Sunday, bro. Yeah, but listen, divorce ain't the first option. What no. you need, to, what you need to have a conversation with a your, real conversation. You need to have a real conversation and explain to him how you're feeling. How it made you feel, how you felt alone, how you felt didn't protect it, and you need to understand. And you need to have a conversation with him and hear his point of view, what he felt, and then y'all need to have a conversation to come to some middle ground. It's not I'm out of here, I'm gone, because this may be some situation because you don't feel safe right now. What if it's a situation where he didn't feel love? Can he go out and he just need to divorce you or it just divorce just can't be the number one go to the option. It's easier than working it out. That's that's why people go go to divorce. It's easier to work. It's easier to get a divorce and work that shit out. Yeah, yeah, I think y'all have to explain to your feelings. Like nigga, you felt I felt that you left me. I felt vulnerable. I thought that you was gonna be my protector. But see, that's that's the thing. We think logically. Women don't think like that. They think emotionally. You're supposed to know how I feel. <laughs> that's that's what she's thinking. There, she. Earl should know how I feel because he ran off and left me. So now he should know I'm not coming home. Now, granted, how about this? If I'm in a mall shooting, and me and my lady is walking somewhere, and somebody starts shooting, and she dip and leave me. I'm still feeling the type of way about it. It's not even just the man versus woman, because yes, yeah, she's supposed to protect us. But if you dip and never look back to see if I was okay, I feel a way about that shit too. It's gonna be either way. It's gonna be a. It's gonna a, be a, a interesting and ride uncomfortable home. ride home. Like damn, bitch, you ain't even look back for me. You ain't even try to grab my hand. Like I couldn't even save you. You went the the entire other direction. Don't expect me to open up your door when we get to the car. <laughs> <laughs> Let that remote key up your ass. You ain't answer. gonna get my door. Did, did you get my life? Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Open up your own door. So I, I understand her feeling that way because I would feel that same way too. Shit. If I'm with one of my nigga, if me and you went somewhere like, man, you gotta you, you walk in with your niggas and shit, you need to leave with your niggas and shit. We in the club, niggas start fighting. Let me tell you something. Out. I'm not gonna feel away if you dip and I <laughs> catch you out in the parking lot. Because we both survived. True that. And we got a damn good some damn good shit to talk about next I mean, <laughs> next it's week. gonna be great content for the podcast. <laughs> but, but we in, both survived. But in general, like when you go somewhere with your niggas and some shit pop off, you make sure your niggas is all right. Oh yeah, for you know sure. what I'm saying? You don't Fuck now, it's, it's a different, like, shooting and us getting out is different. I'm not going to feel a way about that because we all got out. Yeah. Now, we fighting in the club, and I look back, and you standing there watching. Oh, nigga, we, we fighting outside. Yeah. 
Shout out to Buddy. Uh, we didn't had a couple fights in <laughs> St. Andrews and shit like that. Hey, man, I can tell you some some wild shit about them Friday nights of St. Andrews. Mm. Wild shit. Yeah, dog. So, that was a different day. Definitely. <laughs> that was a way different day. All right, man. There was another thing that came um, across my timeline last night. And uh, you familiar with Drea? Yeah, yeah, from Real Housewives. Yeah. No, no, from uh, basketball. One of them thought-ass reality One of them motherfuckers. I can't watch. I don't get into reality TV no more. Uh, She just got good pictures online I've seen from time to time. Yeah. Um, Them filters change change somebody's life. So I'm going to read what she— And Dr. Miami. I'm going to read what she wrote. She got donkey of the day today. People been talking about her online all day. So this is what she said. So let's discuss this. Nico has this four-minute speech he has to memorize and recite. Fine. Splendid. Now his teacher is requiring me to sign papers every day saying he's read the speech five times out loud and stuff. Over Thanksgiving break, I had to sign this 18 times, and now it's still every day. Here's my point. I'm all for helping my child with his homework, but at this point, she has him harassing me with this damn speech. I don't want to hear it no more. <laughs> I'm hearing it two times a day for a month straight. I'm finna memorize it. Not to mention the topic is about how American history isn't present much in college education. Sleeping emoji, five sleeping emojis. (laughs) So, can you imagine what a snooze this thing is? Last night he asked me to sign it and I said no. Tell your teacher I'm done with this. And now today he doesn't get points because I don't want to sign it. It's not my damn homework, but it feels like it. What y'all think? How old does does she say the boy was again? Um, I'm not sure. This is also the 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 child that she got arrested for like child neglect for a few years ago. Okay, by the way. I mean that's that's not a that's not a major part of the story, right? But I'm thinking if it's a four minute speech, he had to memorize it. He got to be pretty young. Let me tell you what I would. No, do. No, 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 no. Four minutes is a lot for a young kid to remember. He got to be a little older than to remember four minutes of shit. But I mean, depending on the age, four minutes could be like two paragraphs. Just depending on the age of the child, four minutes could like it take a it takes some time to memorize. But let me say this. Hell yeah, I probably then got tired of the shit. Like now, at my kids' old school, they used to do this shit that they called exhibitions. Mm-hmm. They did three card marking periods, and they did an exhibition each card marking, where they'd have to get up and present in the class, in front of the class, about whatever the subject is, say for like five minutes. Right. So they there would have to be you know a lot of preparation with the shit. So I mean, yeah, I would have to participate. You know, a parent has to be present. When you do the exhibition shit. So I get it. Like, by the time, the day before presentation, I was sick of that shit. I was sick of listening to volcanoes or learning about spiders or caribous. I was done with that shit. But I understand, like, the importance of my child being there and that grade is to them. What I would have done in this situation, yeah, you know what? I am tired of hearing this shit. But guess what? You ain't even got to do it. Just get where the paper at. Dad's got your back. I'm signing off on that shit. We're done with it for the day. Um, so everybody online, uh, they dragging, attacked her. You're a bad parent. You're you're horrible and all other bullshit. Like in real life, I really don't see the problem, dog. You like, get sick and tired of that shit after a while. I don't like, care how much off, you love your kids. First off, they get annoying as fuck. I'm not signing this shit every day. I'm not signing this shit 18 times. I'm not because that's not for the kid. That's for you to make sure I'm teaching my child. Accountability. I'm gonna teach my child, and I don't need you. To give me an assignment, to, but, I'm gonna take care of my child. But that's also to prevent little little Jason from getting up, up, getting in front of the class, and also not 
knowing this shit or stumbling through it because that's my responsibility. You're supposed to practice it this many times. That's my my responsibility as a parent. But I don't got to sit here and sign this shit for because it feels like you give me a permission. Like, I got to, every time I talk to my kid, I got to write something down so I can tell you. I don't need that. All you got to do is put, like, my kids get a homework packet. I got to sign it every day to make sure that they did that homework assignment for the day. Like, I get it. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, if I don't sign it, then they don't get. Then my kids don't get the points. Now but they if, they ha- did, if they did their homework, they don't get the points because your signature not there. Like it's, it, it's it's part of the package. It's, it's to say that I essentially that I reviewed it, so I'm so ensuring that you. they did their homework. That's some shit. On, that's not even a kid. Look, they just want to make sure that you're involved. Look, my kids can I sign my name to damn near anything for my babies. If it if it looks school official, just give it to me. Y'all going on a field trip? Give yeah, it to I me. mean, once again, I don't have children, so I'm not in that in that daily shit. But like. Nigga, I'm gonna take care of my child regardless. We are gonna do homework every single day, whether whether I got a sign to tell you I did it. Nigga, he did his homework when he brings that motherfucker back to school tomorrow. <laughs> like, I mean, I didn't, and I can't even front my my youngest son done played me once or twice. I didn't sign that shit. Nigga ain't did a lick of homework. Ain't so, even in a book bag. So what? So if you got a signature with no homework, then what does that mean? And then that means the teacher's emailing me on some dumb shit. So what's the signature for again? Day. Like it, to make sure I did my part, but you know what? Sometimes I be lazy and I ain't do my part. That shit weird. And I Bitch, think he, he bring me this shit at nine thirty, and I was a little lackadaisical that day. Whatever. Also, I don't think it's nothing wrong. Like if I didn't heard this goddamn speech a million times, uh, I can say I don't want to hear this shit no more. Yeah. That don't mean I'm not proud of you, and I don't want you to be able to do it. But like, how many times you gonna sing? Um, what's the the uh, Let It Snow? LZ from whatever the fucking let it snow, let it snow, like let it go, let it go, let us know whatever the fuck El- ever. Elsa is, is frozen. You okay, another example of you not having. I got a, shit. I got a niece. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so look, so I like listen. You are gonna stop singing that goddamn song? Because like I'm tired of hearing this shit. It's a really good song though. <laughs> yeah, the first five thousand times I heard it, right? <laughs> it's a really that good song. Does that mean that you're a bad parent? <laughs> like what? <laughs> like. Guess what? That kid gonna be ready for this four minute speech when he uh when he go up there. Whether I had to sign a piece of paper eighteen times or not. Now, granted, I don't like the fact that now my kid not gonna get some points because you got this arbitrary. I gotta sign some shit. Grade my child on his merits, not mine. Like it's not. I mean, education. The child's education is a group effort. It's absolutely. a group effort, bro. Yeah, and I'm gonna do my part. And his test scores or her test scores and her. Just sign the shit, man. Just sign it. No. Uh, <laughs> just you know, sign. It's not that big of a deal, man. It is. It's bigger fish to fry when you're a parent. Uh, just sign that shit, man. No, I'm going to teach my kid. Don't that. sign. Don't sign no shit that the teacher said home. Don't just sign, sign that unless shit, got a, Unless it got a, a, a monetary value attached. We sign checks around here. That's it. Man, sign a damn homework. Send that boy back to school. Get out of my face. I'm watching Basketball Wives. You are about anyway. no, I don't watch re- like so. This week, I was I was watching like uh Black Ink, and like the more I watch that, shit, the more I realize like this shit is stupid. As Which fuck. one? Uh, because Black Ink, the original Black Ink, just came back on this week. I watched them both, they came yeah. on back to back, like Chicago. Yeah. So I like I watched Chicago, I was at Chicago. This new episode, a new season of the regular Black Ink, it looked like it's about to be a lot more scripted. Yeah, I'm just not into yeah. that. shit you know what I'm saying? This is this. That's the level of my ratchet. The reality TV is Black Ink. That's what, that's the model I can do. I might watch some Love and Hip Hop. I don't fuck with it. It's my reality years. TV is wrestling. 
right. <laughs> WWE SmackDown, Monday Night Raw, shout Ring out, of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Shout out to my WWE Network account. Uh, I've been watching all the um, nigga. How how did you not tell me you had? To, can I can I get login info? Well, it's over. It, my free month ends over in twelve days, so I don't, I'm trying to watch four more years worth <laughs> of, uh, of pay per views in the next four days, so I can get rid of. You gonna keep it? I don't know. Cause I don't you get wanna, all the pay-per-views with that shit. But I don't want to see none of this new shit. This new shit is whack. I tried to watch it the other day. You just got to watch the big four pay-per-views. WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, the wrestling SummerSlam, Survivor Series. I, I just watched whatever the last event it was. The wrestling was horrible, dog. It looked bad. You have to watch the big fours, not the ones that come on every month, dog. All I'm going to know is after I watched from 1986 all the way through 1995 is where I'm at now, um, it's a good wrestling. Not just like the storyline and everything, but like the actual moves and like it's good wrestling. Some of this new shit, I don't know. You watching the wrong niggas, man. AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura. So uh, I might keep it, you know, for a couple months because some of the old shit is just what I grew up on. I, I'm, I'm I'm watching it for like nostalgia purposes. Kenny Omega, you got to get into the new wrestlers. And nigga, I can name. You, you might as well say Ralph Anderson. Like I don't even know who that is. Pentagon Dark. What? You don't watch Lucha Pentagon Dark. You don't watch Lucha he black Underground. He's black or white. He's Hispanic. You don't watch Lucha Underground, man. Like I'm, I, I need I need you to step your wrestling up. No, <laughs> I need you to watch the wrestling that that um, American wrestling shit. Hey man, all the nigga watching Luchadors and shit. All the, I like that shit. I like that shit. I, I did go to the Taco Fest that in the summertime and I, I watched some real live Luchadors wrestling out there. Hey man, you know what I went? What I stumbled into on on a drunken Saturday night once, and the next time they come, we going midget wrestling at St Andrews Hall. Probably one of the best nights I ever had in my life. Midget wrestling? Midget wrestling, my nigga. Chill out, fam. <laughs> I had an amazing time. There's a midget wrestler. His name is Short Stack. Nope. That's my nigga. Nope. <laughs> All right, man, look. <laughs> I'm not I'm ignoring that shit. Come on, bro. Midget I'm wrestling. I'm ignoring that shit. It was like shit. five bucks. Hey, listen, man. This next topic, dog. We're going to move into some hip-hop <laughs> shit. Because this shit, this list came out, and then niggas lost their mind over it. And they don't remember history. This said, ne- Jay-Z never ran rap. Just as a statement, what do you think when you hear that shit? Shit uh, sound outlandish. It does. It does. Because we think of, we look at the culmination of what Jay-Z is now. You know what I'm saying? And it it, was, it took a lot to get to the, yeah. to the, if you look at, if you're a rapper and you look at Jay-Z's career, that's what you want. You know, you want to be successful. You want to have multi-platinum albums, marry a bad R&B chick. Like, Jay-Z is what is what you want to be. Even though Big gave him the blueprint, Jay-Z is what you want to be as a rapper. Clothing lines, liquor, like he's done it all. Well, from 1995 to 1996, Pac ran hip-hop. I agree. 1997, DMX ran, I'm sorry, B.I.G. ran hip-hop. Also accurate. 1998, DMX ran hip-hop. Hands down. 1999 through 2001, Eminem ran hip-hop. Yeah. 2002 to 2003, Nelly ran hip-hop. You could, you could. This is what people had an issue with. They said this was was Jay-Z. Nelly has a diamond album. Yeah, he does. That means. Country Grammar sold 10 10 million. 10 million. Like, fam, because people were saying, when has Nelly ever ran hip-hop? I sold 10 million records of one one album, fam. 
multiple plat multiple time platinum on different projects. Ten million from Grant. You what did what did Jay Z say? Only niggas moving units is M Pimp Juice and us. us. So nineteen ninety one, nine to two thousand one, Eminem, two thousand two to two thousand three, Nelly had this shit on lock. Oh three through oh five, fifty cent. I give you that. Oh three for sure. Oh four for sure. Oh five G Unit was they was strong, but they were starting to lose some wind. Yeah, oh five. I'm oh three, oh four, G Unit and them oh five, I don't know. Oh six Kanye. Okay. Low key Kanye could have fucked around and been in 2004, 2005 too. Cause Kanye dropped in 03, right? Yeah. College dropout. Uh 2007. I think college dropout was 04. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Uh so he so 2005 Kanye probably was on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So but 50 Cent was still bigger. So 2007. Neither way. Neither way. 2007 Lil Wayne. Matter of fact, it says 2007 through 2011, Little Wayne. I mean, Wayne did go on a fucking tear, and then he, he was said, dropping a lot of mixtapes and three, three or four Carter albums in that time. Yeah. Now this last one, I mean, this could be 07 to 011 can be debatable, uh, but 11 through 17 it says Drake. That's debatable because Kendrick owns some of this shit too. Yeah. But none of these years. Did Jay Z was the the, the lead artist? Oh man, that's a hard pill to swallow. But how do you so really debate at, that so, list? Some of the notes. This the person who posted said, "Whoever made this list, your mom's a hoe." Jay <laughs> Z never ran rap. Okay, you either weren't there, too young to know better, or just started listening to rap in the last six years. I'm older than this person, by the way, so I I think I have a better understanding of what the fuck was going on. Um, in 95, 96, 97, when you were probably of listening age, but at 95, Nigga, your mom was still telling you what time to go to bed. I'm a teenager. I'm 13, 14, 15, and you probably like 10 or 11. We got different. That's a big. I know yeah, you only, got a different view on rap. It's a different view on rap and life. And those little time, two or three years is a big when you talk about children. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, I'm saying, dog, what the fuck? What year was Jay-Z was like the best artist out? Um, I want to say Nas like not even he, on this list. And Nas run probably maybe ninety four was Nas when Illmatic dropped. I don't know because I can say Ice Cube was um, I mean ninety four. Yeah, Cube was. You know what I'm saying? When Death Certificate ninety four? I don't know, man. Oh, man, I'm 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 reaching. But I'm one reaching. of these one of these joints I was going back and forth with somebody was nineteen ninety eight because Jay Z dropped Volume Two. Yeah. In ninety eight and ultimately went like five times platinum or some shit like that. Not when it dropped. No. DMX released two. Platinum albums in 1998, six months apart from each other, and they you both were amazing. You cannot tell me that Jay Z and the other argument, Charlemagne was like, in 1998, DMX was on the Hard Knock Life tour, one of the best tours ever. That's cool. He was on Jay Z's tour, but I don't give a fuck. I mean, they was alternating nights at who was going to be the headliner for yeah. the evening, and you couldn't have really been mad either night if it was X or Jay Z. How about this? In 1998, DMX on Def Jam was the premier artist on Def Jam while the Rockefeller was still on Def Jam. Yeah. How do you argue with he was the hottest shit smoking? I want to say like that year that the blueprint came out, like Jay was. Uh, he was arguably running that rap shit. What year did the blueprint come out? Oh, three. Yeah. 
Nah, nah. Blueprint didn't come out in 03. Blueprint came out in like 01, 02. Is when a blueprint dropped. And Jay-Z was arguably like on top of that rap shit. We had never heard nothing that sounded like the blueprint. Um, blueprint was dropped September 11, 2001. Okay. Um, you're right. You're right. Because I remember when I, I went to media play and bought that bitch and people was looking same at me like I was Fabulous crazy. Same day Fabulous album came out. But in same day the towers dropped and niggas yeah. was looking at me like I was wilding for wanting to get the new Jay-Z. Was Jay-Z bigger than Eminem in 2001 though? Because Eminem pretty much had this shit on lock. And Eminem watched Jay on Renegade. On this album? Yeah. Fuck. On this album. Like, Eminem was the fucking man. Yeah, now, I was. give him a lot of... I, I, you know, I'm not the biggest M fan right now. Hip of his, of his latest work. Because his latest... I'm not I'm not even excited for Revival. Yeah. How do you have a single with Beyonce and it flop? Yeah. But I can't take nothing away from them first three albums, fam. No. Was Jay-Z, he, he just wasn't the biggest rapper. That album put him over the top and solidified him as a star. Yeah. But in 2001, it just, it just he, it, it was Eminem. Yeah. It's hard to argue with that list. Oh, Marshall Mathers LP was 2000. So in 2001, well, the, back in the day, the Marshall Mathers LP was probably still the number one album in 2001. Yeah. Let me see when that shit dropped. It's hard to argue with these with that timeline. Marshall Mathers LP dropped September 11th, 2000. So let me look at Eminem uh, discography, dog, because he had to have something coming or something that came close. Because M was M was white hot at that time. Like you just wasn't fucking with him. Cause we had never heard, and we had never heard no shit like that before. That that shock value was still there. Like now, anything Eminem says, you've heard that shit before. Um, the Eminem show. Uh, Come on, Stat Man. No, I'm just looking at a bunch of different shit. Uh, Cause you go with the Eminem's Wikipedia. This shit is uh extensive. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't drop nothing in two thousand and one. Okay, well, this is like the twice in a year that we're wrong. But well, I didn't know that he was wrong. But if if I drop the Marshall Mathers LP in September, that's nine months into the year, nigga. That sh- I wrote that motherfucking album for a whole year until I dropped my next one. Eminem was still the biggest shit ever. But back then, dropping albums was a lot different. Like, we get artists now to drop two, three projects in a year. Like, back then, you had to let an album breathe for probably about two years. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, Eminem show didn't come out to 2002. So, I mean, I guess you could argue that 2001, Jay-Z was the biggest rapper, but... Hard to argue that shit. It's, it's, we, we can give him two. You think we can give him two thousand? I don't know. Dog. Eminem was Eminem though. I don't think. I mean, I think that list is pretty. Is like a Ten Commandment. It's set in stone. What do you like? You can put Jay Z somewhere in there, but to argue that he was running I can, rap, I can argue in two thousand and two to two thousand and three. Uh, Nelly wasn't the one running. I can argue two thousand two was belonged to Eminem. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? I just know, damn, it sounds fucked up, but I know it wasn't Jay-Z. No, none of them years was Jay-Z. Now, what I can say is Jay-Z has been relevant longer than anybody on this list. 
consistently. Yeah, I give you that. You can't say I'm, I can't take away from him. He, not he being built his resume. Yeah, you know he built saying? his resume. But he has been consistently relevant longer than who, any any and everybody basically. Yeah, and I and I just say just just over the course of shit the last twenty years, Jay Z has consistently been there. He's consistently been at, at the top. Now, he may not have been the number one artist, but if you argue the top two, three artists in that time frame, you could you could throw Jay-Z name in there every year. When when did the Black Album come out? Man, we I'm, I'm looking bad trying to pull dates out of thin air. Oh, four. You got a smartphone in your hand, man. Oh, four, I think. I don't know. All right, the Black Album. Look, look, my battery on that camera just died. Black Album came out in two thousand and three, November fourteenth, two thousand and three. It's a damn narrow four. Yeah, I take I take being right. So, uh, it say fifty cent oh three to oh five. When the Black Album came out, get ri- now think about how big Get Rich or Die Trying was. So, like, fifty was the first nigga that had us like. You know, thinking about like moving units in a week, like he did. He went platinum in a week. He dro- uh, he dropped February of two thousand and three. Fifty Cent for Get Rich or Die Trying. Rap was just different back then. Yeah, I don't know that Jay Z in one calendar year. I don't know that he was ever like the biggest hip hop star. That doesn't mean you wasn't the best rapper. That don't mean you ain't had the best project. Oh, that you didn't, yeah, didn't drop quality music during yeah. that time. But to call him the biggest star is debatable. I mean, if you think if you think we're wrong, I think this is a perfect for Ask the Shop. Send in your responses. Yeah, like in, which, you, in if, which one of these years from 95 through 2017 did Jay-Z run the rap game? Which individual? I mean, because it's always somebody who was better. Yeah. Can't argue with it. Not well. Let me rephrase. Not better, bigger. Because I mean, Nelly and is rap, not. Nelly rap moves is, and waves. Nelly is not better than Jay Z. <laughs> Let's just get that shit. Nah, nah, at all. You know what I'm saying? But, but Nelly has some bangers back there. Yeah, I listened to Country Grammar this week. I'm not going that far. Because I listen to 105.1. You know what I'm saying? They play all the old school shit, and they be playing that. Shit. I'm like, now let me listen to some fucking Country Grammar. Um, I didn't understand it at the time. Like I just wasn't. I wasn't in the. It's not a great group. album. There's some good songs in it. It's not a great album. It was. It was good it's for probably, that space and time. It's probably the worst Diamond rap album ever. I give you that. And and it's not like a horrible rapping or anything like that. But when you compare like like Eminem shits and it went Diamond, you know what I'm saying? Pac shit then went Diamond. Big shit then went Diamond. When you put all the rap albums up that went Diamond, uh, Country Grammar's at the bottom of that fucking list. I give you that. Like, but I can't say the nigga ain't run. Nigga did a fucking song with Tim McGraw. <laughs> like a like goddamn. Nigga crossed all the way to fuck over. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. I you can't knock Nelly about in that time. You know what I thought where I thought Nelly dropped the ball? Or a song that I thought should have been Nelly's, or he at least should have jumped on a remix. What's that? First time I heard that Flow Rider that Apple Bottom Jeans and Boots with the Fur, yeah. I didn't know who the fuck Flow Rider is. I was mm-hmm. just listening to that shit on the radio. I was like, this nigga Nelly got a banger on his hands. <laughs> and it wasn't even that nigga. Yeah. Flow Rider couldn't do a remix. Just get a just get a 16 on a remix, do the hook. Mm. Even the hook even the hook sounded like Nelly, but it was T Pain. You see T Pain ruin niggas' childhoods? 
don't nobody give a fuck about what T Pain doing, man. No, he was saying like, um, like all the shit we thought he was singing on songs. Yeah. So what? Just let you me. You listen to T Pain last album? He dropped a couple weeks ago. No, nigga, that shit is good. <laughs> I don't listen to a lot of R and B music. It's not R and B. It's not rap. T Pain can rap. He, I'm. Uh, that's 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 fine. You can. Joy Roll nigga say a lot of shit. I mean, we sitting here talking about a fucking Nelly rap album. I'm not. You know which I which I've said that I wasn't really that wasn't really my thing. You listen to some questionable rap music then then I what, do do I prove it? I'm talking about prove it. Let, let me let me let me finish this statement. You listen to some music with niggas who rap worse than T Pain. And I know this for a fact. <laughs> That's debatable. <laughs> I know this for a fact. Now, the, not saying that because some it's some horrible rappers that make good songs, <laughs> like it is. But like T Pain can rap better than some of the music that you listen to. Now I'm saying this is a better song, but like the nigga can rap. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> the nigga can rap. Um, since we talking about rap music and shit, my whose man's just goes to a rapper. Like, oh man. We ain't we ain't even talk about this shit last week or the week before, you know what I'm saying? But like Mason Cameron got into it. Did they really get into it? I think Mace saw Cam popping and uh decided this is when I'm gonna make my camp my comeback. Um I listened to So that's how I know that's how I know that Mace is full of shit. Before he dropped this disc record, he called Charlemagne on the phone. He called Joe Buttons on the phone. He been doing interviews. He been getting niggas ready and shit. He was in the city two weeks before he dropped this motherfucking record and shit. According to him and Angie Martinez and shit. Um, this nigga's full of shit, dog. He did this motherfucking disc record. Cool. It's a, it's a, it was a hot record. We forgot about it by Monday. He did it on the Blueprint beat. I mean, um... Yeah, that was the blueprint, right? Yeah, one of the beats from the blueprint or the black album. Yeah, blueprint. He he rapped over a J. No, it was the black album. It was a black album. Nope, I think that was blueprint too. Gift and the curse. Okay, you're right. Um, you're right. I mean, it's a dope shit. You know what I'm saying? He made he he made a bunch of claims in the record. You know what I'm saying? Say, Cam, you fucked your sister. Um, you responsible for Huddy Combs' death. Um, he was just saying like a bunch of shit. Jumping out the window. Jumping out the window. So Cam goes up to the Breakfast Club and does an interview. And he's like, nigga, I don't got a sister. And Huddy died in a car accident. Like, how am I responsible for a nigga dying in a car accident? Like, you keep saying this shit, but May start doing these interviews and shit. And I didn't like the interview he did with Angela, um, Martin, Angie Martinez. I thought he was disrespectful. I thought he was rude. I thought he was... A, a very passive aggressive. He wasn't answering the questions, and he was sitting up there fucking lying. Because Mace, even though I do enjoy Harlem World, you have one good album, and you're a fucking fraud. You're fucking snake oil selling fake ass traveling preacher pastor nigga, and you. He just double talked his way all through this shit. She asked him, said, "Hey, Cam said he ain't got a sister. I don't want to talk about Cam no more." Nigga, you about to? Then he said, "I'm about to go city to city and perform this disc record because he performed this disc record." I wouldn't pay three American dollars to see Mace perform that disc record. I kept, really wouldn't pay to see Mace perform shit. Then he showed up in all black, um, talking like he wanted some action. Talking about he was talking about he won beef. Like this can go either way. I went this way. He did this. He did the whatever happens happens. Pastor, 
<laughs> Your pastor, is, is that is that you? It's not gonna go no way because Cam ain't gonna pay this shit. No Talking attention. about he been bullied for fifteen years and it was time for him to say something, nigga. Why are you a grown ass man? Because he, he kept saying, "I'm grown, I'm grown." You like forty two, fam? Literally, that's not even like the funny number I came up with. Like you're like forty two years old and you've been bullied for the last fifteen years. Let you tell it. What you want to do, dog? Like what? What are you here for? To then rap it, about it. Then this motherfucker said. He been doing this. He said he's one of the best. He's one of the greatest. And he said he been doing this. He been popular while Big and Pac was still alive. Nope. Nigga, what? Nope. Nope. N- nigga, we heard you on after Big died on his album. Nah, he was on that one twelve remix with Biggie. When well, what year that came out? Uh, that only you remix. Take take it to the Googles. Yeah, I'm going to the Googles. <laughs> <laughs> take um, it to the Googles. Hey, look, look, fam. And shout out to Carmel Appleshy because I know she's a huge Mace fan. But let's have we're Mugs family, so let's have a real conversation. Mace has never been a top five rapper on his own fucking label. Wasn't a top five rapper in Bad Boy. I'll even go out on a stretch and say he's not even a top five rapper from Harlem. I say it. I mean, I can I can I can arguably agree. So I mean, we give Mace a lot of a lot of undue credit. He gave us a few hot verses and maybe four singles. That's it. And he wrote all Puff shit. So whatever song you think Puff did was good, I guess you can credit that to Mace too. But uh, Mace, you was not popping when Big and Pac was alive. Nah. Um, Pac might still be alive though. So maybe he got a... <laughs> like you got, got one good album. Thing. Your second album, Double Up, was trash. absolute trash. 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 That's why you left. You left because that album was trash. It flopped. Hold on. Can we go down our list of the top five rappers on Bad Boy? We said Big is undisputedly number one. Yes. Jada, Styles, then Sheik, Black Rob, G-Dep, Otho Shine In, and then we get to Mace. Uh, I don't know about G-Dep because I'm saying I don't know about him because I haven't listened enough to D-Jep. D- G-Dep. G-Dep to say. Child of the that. Ghetto was a good album. Um Sean, I might give Mace the nod over Sean. Because, I mean, Sean don't got no catalog either. He got the Godfather Buried Alive album. Um, he had that first album on, on Bad Boy. Yeah, Godfather Buried Alive. No, no, that Godfather Buried Alive was on Def Jam, man. Oh, Wait. no, I'm thinking I'm thinking of uh, the, 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 what the, the, him and Barrington Levy and shit. I don't yeah, know why. Bad. I call, yeah, yeah, that guy. I like the Godfather Buried Alive album. I'm the just one saying. he released when he was technically in prison. Yeah, I'm just saying, man. You can argue, you can argue that shit that Shine might be better than Mace. I also think that Murder Mace is a is a myth. It's a, it's an urban legend. It don't exist. Uh, Niggas didn't start some is the best verse uh, Mace ever rapped. That is one of my favorite but it, verses. But if you can if you can give us these the songs where Mace was murdered, yeah, I would like to hear them. Please. Ask the shop, please. Somebody send me the songs when Mace was rapping that 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 gangster shit, because you always been a cool rapper. You you can rap, but like he was the pop rapper. He yeah. was technically the definition of what was wrong with rap music. We've never we've never heard these murder Mace songs. Because like when when we think about how quote unquote hip hop music went down, it was always Puffy and Jay Z. 
Puffy and Jay Z. That's who got the face of it. But nigga, Mace was writing Puffy rap. So and you was right next to him with the shiny suit, shucking and job. You know what I'm saying? Like so, when we think about the the what was going on with rap and why it was quote unquote bad and the real hip hop, nigga, it was Mace. <laughs> I mean, uh, tell the truth, shame the devil. And we gonna act like you ain't get caught with a tranny in um in, in Atlanta, and that's why your last comeback didn't didn't work. Like we gonna act like that shit didn't happen? That's the niggas doing that, hey. You know what I'm saying? Like we every time you this your third comeback. Like this is literally your third comeback, fam. Um Yeah, cause he had He got into a car accident and um in the area of Atlanta where the young men uh dressed like young women and he got into a car accident and then the lady who car he hit, all the little uh, Mrs. came out there and was like, "Yeah, he been circling around this block for about just like his fourth time. He trying to figure out which one he want to allegedly. I'll say that, yes, yeah, allegedly trying to circle. And I just read this article again today because I remember when it originally happened, but I had to to go get my facts right. Um, first you you came back with the welcome back, welcome back, welcome. Back. The album was trash. Yeah, it was that breathe, stretch, shake. You had a hot single." But the album was trash. Breathe, stress, shake wasn't a hot single. All that shit was good. I mean, it was hot single because you ain't hear them in a while. High garbage. So your first album was good. Your second album was trash. Your third album was trash. You try to come back again with G-Unit, um, which was a weird pairing. Nothing ever came. That's when 50 was just signing just a lot of miscellaneous well, What things. happened was, his that was his comeback. And then he got on the, that was the day before he had a video shoot with another known rapper. And the known rapper was like, I was supposed to shoot the video the next day with him, but that's when all that other shit happened. He just went away again. Like you, you got caught with the tranny in Atlanta, and that's where your church supposed to be, Pastor. Like, how do we keep accepting this shit, dog? In hip hop, in it's, music it's, in general. Yeah, I'm about to say it's not just hip hop because we accept a lot of bullshit. In are music. you a fake preacher, dog? You are a fake pe- preacher. When they ask him about it, no, no, you can't judge me. No, don't tell me that I can't judge you, shit. I, I hate that's the that's the weakest fucking cop out ever, because if all y'all subscribe to the same faith and y'all got tenets and beliefs that all y'all say y'all believe in or y'all subscribe to, it's not me judging. I'm reading something and saying, nigga, this don't match. It ain't no fucking judge. One plus one is two all day long. I don't got to judge you to say, nigga, this, that's not the right answer. So if you tell me these are the things that you believe in, this is what you sit up there and preach about, and you do something the exact opposite, this is not me judging me, judging you. This is me calling you out on your bullshit, and you, my friend, are on some bullshit. Yeah. Like, you a fake fucking preacher, you an overrated rapper, you 42 years old, you trying to make your fourth comeback, and you living off of fame from 1997. Nobody cares, Mace. Fuck out of here, dog. Who mans is this? So who who's standing with him? Diddy. Fuck out of here. Sorry, Mace fans. I still like the nigga. Old music. But come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Music pick, man. Uh <laughs> that was a that was a great segue into this shit. So my music pick. I'm going to have to walk back some slander. My music pick is Big Sean, Double or Nothing. And I'll be perfectly honest, Sean is snapping all over this shit. Yeah. Snapping all over this motherfucker. And my personal favorite is also shining light on another artist from Detroit who I actually love, Cash Doll. Cash Doll. Yeah. (laughs) So good. 
Big Sean and Cash Doll. That's if you're not up on Double or Nothing, you should download it. Oh, that's a good song. It is. And I hope Sean drops a video. I hope he does. Man, a lot of music came out today. Yeah. That project is dope, by the way. Like, I listened to it. Uh, that's a dope project. But I got to walk back my Big Sean slander. He made, he proved, he proved me wrong today. Yeah. Did you get a chance to listen to T Grizzly and Dirk? No. Uh, it's a solid project, though. Niggas was kind of snapping on there, dog. Um, they had decent. They got a decent amount of chemistry. Um, that project was pretty dope. Uh, also, man, I got shout out one of our listeners, man. Um, I've been listening to this project uh, by Tristan Knight uh, for a little while now. Now about a week, week and a half and shit. I forgot to give it to you and shit. Uh, I went on the website and purchased it. Uh, you could do the same. Um, it's pretty decent, dog. And, and he supports he supports the podcast. I always see him liking and absolutely and commenting on shit. So I'm gonna have to check it out. Absolutely, it's a dope project. Um, let me go to the uh, bring up his stuff so I can get the website information. Cause uh, I mean, if the music is straight, it's straight. Um, in the meantime, um. What's up with uh, Kush Blunts and Clinic <laughs> Trips? Westbound and down, Kush Blunts and Clinic Trips. It's coming first quarter. I'm still working. And the first shit I'm going to drop is going to be an R&B single. Get ready. Tell your mama to put on clean panties because they're getting drenched when this first single drop. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. You, you're dropping a, hold on. Time off. I'm dropping an R&B, R&B joint for my first single. Phone sex. How, fam? You just have to wait. You're gonna be part of the rollout. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna you, it's, it's gonna be big. It's gonna be huge. Yeah. The uh, website is TristanNightMusic.com. Uh, go ahead and support the good brother. Um, download the album. Uh, take a listen to it. Um, it's pretty. I enjoyed it. So I'm gonna I'm give it a listen. Yeah. I think that's all we got for the week. I think that is all we got, man. Uh, um, time for the Benny. Yeah, also, today is Saturday that you're listening. Uh, go ahead and down to uh, Truth Music Cafe. Uh, the Battle of the Sexes is going on. Mm, could be right now, depending on what you li- what time you listen to this. The Battle of Sex is going on. Myself, Trinidad Ant, Carmen Apple Shy, um, Comedian Coop City. I love Coke and Dick. Pause. Um, and we having a really good time. Um, if you know me, text my phone. Come get a, come get a ticket. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. And then the following week after... Uh, we're doing give back to the D. We're going to post a flyer back up on the Instagram page. Look, we are making a real plea out here for the men of the city. We need men to come out and help us with the distribution of these supplies and just to help out that day in general. I had a chance to talk to Jackie earlier today. Um, we it's, it's, it's definitely going down. We've had a lot of donations put together, a lot more women's supplies than men's. But... Uh, Anything that you can do, if you cannot, if you cannot provide, you know, think tangible items, please come down and donate your time because we need all the help we can get. And granted, we're not taking any more donations at the respective spots that we put on the flyer. But uh, at the warming center, they are looking for men's items, especially like pants, shirts, because it's getting cold out there. And we, you know, 
if you can help in some type of way, if you got something old at the house, wash it, fold it and bring it on down and they'll be more than willing to accept any donations that you bring down there. So we'll post the flyer back up this week and hopefully we can get a lot more men down there next Saturday uh, to help out for an amazing cause. And this is not going to be the the only time that we do this. There's going to be some more give back to the D. Absolutely. And uh, we just look forward to trying to, to help out the community. 100 uh, percent. So just to wrap it up, Dame Going Wild, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, it don't change. Uh, ShopTalkPod.com. Follow the Instagram page, Shop Talk Podcast, and Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Absolutely. Um, Jay Johnson 313. Um, we do post the videos on the website, but also on YouTube. So YouTube.com slash Jay Johnson 313. And uh, Shop Talk Podcast, man. I'm not saying that we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dame. Hell yeah. Peace.